Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Shift. I know um, it's been a while since I've done an intro episode, but I'm doing it for this episode particularly because, um, A, I just wanted to tell you about some future ideas for the podcast and hopefully get your feedback. And um, B, just wanted to let you know again about a reminder about the Patreon. So I'm going to get back to working better on the Patreon again. There's next week's episode is already on the Patreon. Um, so firstly, this week's episode is with Sean Donnelly and we did a more uh, comedy chats episode. So we talked about, you know, having to put, uh, having to do stand up, but also having to put content up on the Internet and how people love to hate. We talked a little bit about Andrew Tate and some of the comments we get. And even though you know they're nasty sometimes but sometimes how that can help it go viral so that's sort of weird type of world and um, for comedians right now so it was definitely a heavy comedy chat episode and um, but I do want any suggestions for you guys in terms of like dating relationship sex if there's anything you'd like me to do like a segment on I'm thinking I might start asking future comedians what's their attachment style um or what's their worst dating story and sometimes it will be just the chats um like it was now today with me and uh sean donnelly but uh yeah i just wanted to get any of your feedback or if there's any advice you'd like ran by anybody um let me know or any guests you want on in the future i have a lot more free time now that the album and special is recorded and taped so i'm going to put a lot more focus into the podcast and getting clips done and all that and if you want to watch the videos for this they are up on the patreon so sean's is up there I'll probably start putting shorter versions of the Patreon videos on YouTube at some point, but the full video will be on Patreon. And um, next week's episode is up on Patreon. And I've already recorded the following week's episode as well. So tomorrow I'll be putting that up on Patreon. So we're going to be way ahead on Patreon. Um, and the videos are up as well. Uh, so yeah, if you want to go sign up, it's Patreon forward slash The Shift Podcast. And please keep sharing and telling your friends. And also, I'm planning to do a gig in Dublin when I'm back at Christmas, if it all works out. So yeah, keep keep up with keep up with me and come to that. But I'll, uh, I'll fill you in in a few weeks if that all works out. It all depends on how long I'll be in Dublin for. Um, and yeah, so with this week's episode as well, Sean is, he just filmed a special and that'll be coming out soon. So make sure to follow Sean Donnelly, he's Shawnee Time and uh, check that out on YouTube when it comes out because he's just one of the funniest. He's He's been on like literally every late night uh, comedy show over here, which is like a big deal. So, uh, and what else? I think that's really it. Yeah, so just um, rate, review, tell your friends as usual. And I really appreciate you guys and thanks for always sticking with me and uh and next week's episode is with Claire Cullen. You guys might 
be already following her she's Claire on everything and she's just uh she's really great and she shared her you know journey of uh trying to conceive and then the following week's episode I did with a guy here a comedian where we talked about he has a only fans and he has a podcast with porn stars and he was very open kind of about dating and toxic dating and so yeah so uh looking forward to you guys hearing that as well but other than that I love you loads and um I'll, I'll I'll talk to you next week and DM me with any of that stuff or you can email as well it's contact the shift at gmail but if you email me or sorry if you DM me I'll see you quicker so at Katie Bull Comic on Instagram um, but yeah talk to you soon bye enjoy the episode the listeners know you before you've been on this podcast twice maybe I think Sean Donnelly for anyone who's new you just released your your special Um, I released i haven't released it yet i have not released it yet when is it coming out it's going to come out um next month it's going to come out in november because we're still editing it so i I'm, I'm late on it but we're going to come out with it probably the middle of november i didn't realize how long it takes for them to like you know i still haven't even heard my audio of uh of mine oh yeah it takes a while and i'm still trying to figure out what to do with it and i'm like you know the way that things are now i know people like clip up stuff and like crazy so i'm like part of it is going to go for clips to promote it promo it and it's going to be half crowd work half material so i'm not sure how to like stage that so i'm like i'm being really taking a long time with it for some reason yeah i i understand that it's like hard when it's um because it, it now is art you know you went from writing the jokes and being comedian but now you got to look at this like a visual brain uh, yes, exactly. And I, I've always, it's so funny to be in this business and I hate watching or hearing myself. I can't stand it. So like, uh, yeah, like I have to like get past that, uh, insecurity before I'm like, okay, this looks good. Like the way this is, or this sounds good, or this is how it should be, how it should be set up, you know? Yeah. And then there is a tricky line between, because you comedians want to be really hard on themselves so that they can produce the best like you know like when people write negative comments it's like i've said way worse to myself you know so you're like you're like the biggest critique but you also have to have that where line where you let yourself have a win like actually this is really good i'm really happy with this you know and that's hard for comedians Absolutely. And there's so many, it's so funny. I feel like I go back and forth between like the confidence and the, and the insecurity. Like I, like there's things that you see and you're like, you have these moments within this business where you're like, Oh yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing. And then you have one night where you have a bad set and you're like, Oh, I stink at this and I should just stop tomorrow. So it's like, it is ever, there's this give and take of just like that has its payoffs, but at the same time is like, it, 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 it can get to you even when you think you have it all have it all figured out. And, and you're right about the comments, too, because I'm like a couple different times that happened to me. One, I was uh, I did. a There was a game show called At Midnight. That was like an online. It wasn't online. It was on Comedy Central, but it was um, it was really, really interactive. And I was on it and you would be like three comics. And the whole point of it was that you comics just tell their jokes. You know what I mean? Like it was, that was the whole but they set it up like you were answering like on the cuff, but it was all written. Everybody knew it. It was like a fake game show. Yeah. Anyway, if you got knocked out first on this game show, <laughs> you'd have to say like parting words. And one of the episodes I got knocked out first out of the three. And I said, uh, 
I go, all right, thanks so much, everybody. I've been I've been fat Kyle Kinane, right? Which is like, you know, I, I'm like, which I look like. I look like Kyle Kinane. I look like chubbier version. And I'm like, I didn't mind it. And then I don't know, maybe like a week later on the YouTube clip or what on YouTube, somebody's like, oh, look, it's it's chubby Kyle Kinane. And I'm like, I said it. It's, like, <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, I, I already said like you can't. You can't you, if, if you're going to be a troll, be the best troll you can be and do your research. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a, I don't know who Kyle Kinane is. Oh, you don't know who Kyle Kinane is? Oh, he's fantastic. He's, is he's, he a comedian? He's ama- amazing comedian, lives in L.A. and been around for it. But we we do look we do resemble each other. Um, mm. And uh, but it's one of those things where I was I, I lost some weight, but I was like way heavier than him for a while. So when people would call me. Kyle Kinane, I'd be like, you're kind of doing him a disservice. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes people will say things to me to insult me online, but I don't get the reference. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like blissful ignorance right there. That's like fantastic. There was one I just got and it was so bizarre because it was just like a comment like women aren't funny or women are whatever, like, you know, just like the, the generic stuff. Nothing too crazy. But right. then his profile pic like that little bubble was like a like a stop sign but with a female sign inside it like an x over female like the the sign for being a female you know the little like yes yeah like the little person thing so i was like that's weird and i I hadn't read his um his handle because it was like very long so then i properly it was like you know when your eyes are justin from like being asleep or something and it said Mm -hmm. appeal the 19th amendment and then I Googled that and that's women's right to vote. And I was like, that's <laughs> wild. I didn't realize there's people out here being like, we shouldn't vote. And I'm like, also, sir, a, I can't vote. So that is a that is a hot take right there. Where it's like, it's like, man, you're going right now. Everybody's arguing abortion rights. And you're like, I'm going to take it a step further with my shit. Yeah. I'm gonna- <laughs> get back in the kitchen and have no opinions. I want to get back to caveman standards of just like birthing machines for women. It It, it is scary because I feel like obviously with certain things in America, a lot more people are getting a voice who have certain opinions. And as being a female comedian, because, you know, ma- male comedians uh, in- incels do get annoyed with them, I think, sometimes because they want to do it or whatever. But sometimes they're like they see you and they're like, oh, well, if he can do it, I can do it. But they see a woman and they're like no she's doing what i want to do and i can't do it so that if they you know what does it make sense yeah it's like a little scary there's a i will say this like i do i think in the world of comedy comics are comics to comics like like comedians i don't know many i i've never heard a male comic that i know that's been doing it as long as i have a, that has ever said women aren't funny or uh, whatever or shouldn't be doing this or whatever yeah. never heard it once it's always people it's always the people on the outside yeah. uh, doing that. And I think I even know people who they can't deal with being dating or being with funny women that can like bust their chops or like make fun of them or whatever it is. And it's always been it always boggles my mind. I'm like, then what do you want? You just want like a like a, a, a fan to walk around with. <laughs> so, you, know, you want somebody who's just like constantly feeding into your bullshit, you know, whatever it is. So. Yeah, I think that's like not that's a, that's where comedians and people differ is like comedians can see the value that like it's like, yeah, 
comics are comics. But but as far as other people go, they're like, oh, my God, what is this newfangled idea where women are being uh, they're on the stage telling jo- that's that's just so archaic at this point. It's so ridiculous. It's also like it's like it, 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 for it to even be a thing like like I'm sure that guy, the, the right to vote guy was right on that in that boat as well. And it's like, you know, women's have been comics for 70 years. It's like it's like just because you want what you want doesn't mean that everybody has to like go by. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure if I were posting accounting clips, like informational accounting clips, there'd still be those troll misogynistic and uh, in guys who'd be like, how dare she help us to count? You know? So it's yeah. like, they're, they're just putting, um, I do think the comedy element, because those guys believe like men should be funny. And you need, I don't, it's very is very bizarre i do think when it comes to comedians male comedians i have heard some things just in the world let's say where like i'd hear a successful male comedian bitch about a female comedian for maybe like selling out the same room let's say and that then see that same male comedian like support ma- males so that you do see really a- who who is that? I'm not gonna say who. Oh, all right. Well, I'm like, the fuck, the fuck I don't know because I know comics that comics get envious of comics for selling out. Like I, I, I would, I probably got envious for just comics selling out where I couldn't sell out or try or Did, not, this not, specific thing out. was the room was a smaller room, so I thought that was oh, weird. That's I, just but, somebody. That's on the. They're on the. They're on the outskirts. I, maybe I, I they're just. I don't buy it. I, I just think comics are comics are comics when it comes to that stuff because. Because I but think comics, comics do get jealous of each other for sure. So Absolutely. maybe, it, maybe yeah. it was just, yeah. I don't know. I did just find it weird. That's strange. Yeah. Yeah. Really. <laughs> because because I think that the yeah I think the career stuff you get that it's very easy to get like oh, oh that's why you're constantly constantly chasing this like this the, whatever whatever standard you set for yourself in your head of what you want the minute you get to that point it's like it's been pushed you know what i'm saying and that's why comedy is such a hard business because even personally you know there's, there's so many other jobs where people can probably turn around faster like if you get to be a doctor you have all these things telling you you're a doctor and it's and you kind of can be uh, uh in this stable thing of like well i'm 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 uh, uh I, I'm with my occupation i'm i'm confident i know what i'm doing i'm a you know whatever it is but with comedy it's you have everybody and their mother it's commenting on it or whatever it is and then and then like the level of what success is is in your brain as well as on the outside so you're constantly like ah, oh, there's always that next thing to chase or whatever it is which i do think has changed i always talk about i always i always i always mention how like i don't know there used to be more of like a uh hierarchy or like a ladder to chase down like i remember when i first started there was like a whole thing like you start you get five minutes you get you get asked to be on shows and in clubs and then you get a late night set and that leads to a half hour and then maybe an hour and then you're on tv like it was a very like clear-cut path to like what was success in comedy and now it's just an absolute free-for-all you know yeah i do think though there's a lot of people who uh did that path and then just weren't getting things and now with social media they can so it, but then i know that there's other because here you'll, you will hear like comics be like oh well that comic um is getting it because of their social media and it's like yeah but they probably wouldn't be your fans anyway do you know what i mean it's a night with that person right. uh, it's a different it's just a navigating and, and you do see comics get jealous and i'm like yeah but they wouldn't go to your show you know they're not <laughs> she's not this person's not taken away from your ability or your your you know process and it's like mm-hmm. a, it's just a different process 
um because there is like there's this one comedian who is like a little mental okay a little mental and argumentative and probably has a bit of an ego but um but can sell out rooms because of certain things they post let's say but I would never get jealous because I don't post those things that's not my fan base do you know what I mean I'm not right. I post stand-up I want my stand I want it to be like a night of stand-up does that make does that make sense I, I think that's the problem for comedians now they're navigating this kind of yeah. like uh oh um, yeah it's, it's it is a little strange though it is it's a hard thing to for me I only post stand-up clips so that that never gets post like put on me. And I did have a comedian, and I may have said it on the podcast before, a male comedian asked me for advice on posting. And you you, you know, I'm very good. I, I post a lot. I put a lot of effort into it. And I was like, just post. You've so many, you've so much stand-up. Just put it out there. They won't remember. Don't worry about it. Don't be like precious. And he was like, Okay, you're right. Thanks. And then he asked me, um, he said, I said, How many followers do you have? And he said, 10K. And I was like, Oh my God, that's loads. I thought the way you were asking and the way you were stressed out about it I thought maybe you had nothing and he goes yeah but you have and at the time I had 30k and he goes but you have 30k and I'm like yeah but don't but you like this said comedian is like way farther than me in 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 his career so I was like yeah but you're killing it you've got your live like you're like how you're performing all over the country you're fine and he and he goes yeah I guess my 10k equals your 30k because you're hot and I Mm -hmm. just thought no fuck you because I only I don't post pictures myself I only post stand-up so that I don't get accused of only getting followers or people for my right and also I'm like not stereotypically hot I wear baggy t-shirts I'm like do you know what I mean I'm not like out here uh, like and and if I were and if I got fans because of that that's fine but like for me that was like really questioning my integrity and I was like and I said it to him I was like in fairness to me apologize but I was like don't try to dismiss or compare yourself where you think you're not killing it to someone else's success you know no, he's trying to equate it he's like how could this be possible ah it's gotta be you are you're a really pretty girl and whatever it is and and that's just it's so funny because i think we forget that we're dealing with people's all the the crazy anxiety people's heads and the insecurity on their end so that was him just trying to like make it make sense to him and then once it's good that you said something because once he's confronted with it he was like, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Cause Absolutely. You're, you're and right. I don't, I don't think he's a bad person, but I, I had to explain to him. I was like a lot of men comics sometimes and, or women comics feel, you know, we don't want to be dismissed because they're like, oh, she just got it. Cause she's pretty. Or she just got it. Cause she has an accent or she just got, I was like, you don't want to ever. I also don't compare, like deal with your own insecurities. You know, we're yeah, not it's like, them. it's kind of like mind your business kind of thing where it's like, because they want you can't in one breath being like, Oh, how'd you do it? And then when you're like trying to make, a, make the person feel better, then go, yeah, you're right. You, you ain't shit. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's a, it's a kind of a, a good lesson in the human psyche. Cause I also, the same way that, that happened to you is like the same way that you run into people that, you know, people that are kind of nasty, they're not nasty, but like very awkward and say, say kind of shitty things. And you're like, it gets to a point where it's like I said, it's good you called them out because it's like, I, I hate when people make excuses for those people and go, well, yeah, they're going through this thing. And I'm like, you mean being human? Like, it's just be like, just because you like, uh, uh, just because you went through some stuff at, uh, for a month or you did some stuff, it doesn't mean that you you lash out at other people or you say some shitty things to other people. You have to, there's, you still have to be a, a human in this. And that, like, you know, like, don't get ahead of yourself here. You know, it's like this, this whole, like, 
the ego is such a fragile thing, you know? Yeah. And I, I will say that, um, that I struggle that with that a little bit, uh, in, a, I don't know if it's our generation or if it's an American thing, or if it's just like a new thing that's happening in the world where everybody, it's great. Go to therapy, talk about your feelings, definitely go to therapy, deal with your trauma, but people need to stop putting that on other people. So like, if you're insecure about something or you're upset about something, uh, oh, like, oh, yeah, like exactly what you said, like, oh, I was having a bad week. No, that doesn't mean you can lash out on anybody exactly. or like you said banana six months ago and bananas. I'm allergic to them. And it's like, I don't fucking know. That's not right. on me. You're like you yeah. need to communicate that. And like at the time, if you're like, let's not talk about bananas. I know I have to deal with this, but it's a trigger grand. But I feel like people use these they use they weaponize therapy speak sometimes as well. You know, or like mm-hmm. you, cro- you cross my boundary and it's like, I didn't know fruit was a boundary. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like right, right. It's, it's, exactly. It's, yeah. I think people all need to kind of be like, really more like, why is this triggering or why does this upset me or why am I? And then with the thing with the stand up clips for female comedians, you are also trying to prove you're trying to also prove that women are funny in a weird way. It's like you're doing a you're you're opening you're opening up to way more hate. Uh, just because it, the internet is just full of incels or whatever, which is fine. It actually helps push out the videos. But you know, there's like that guy wasn't thinking like, oh, all of the hate she deals with and all of the shit. Like it's they're not right. writing on me like you sexy fuck. They're writing like, right. oh, another reason why all women are shit. You know. And the the flip side is also like, okay, so so say it was say it was that you say you were putting thirst traps up, which has been going on for a while with some people. It's like. All right. So, yeah, all right, that's it. And guess what? Like, because I think people are, are, are I think like comics, including myself, have for a while, like have they, they have there's, I think there's an issue in conflating online, because I think what happened is this. I think what the pandemic did was it went from taking uh, uh, live stand up. Because what, what, what stand ups always had were like was like, yeah, you might go on TikTok and or whatever on on. Um, on Vine and TikTok and Instagram and all that and do your thing. But I still have the saving cool, the cool thing of like, I go, I go in front of audiences and, and live and do this. Right. And that was like, if, if it's like a March madness seat, that's at the top seat, right? That's the number one player. Uh, and then what ended up happening was the pandemic. And then every comic just out of survival mode went, I'll go on zoom. I'll go on TikTok. You got it. And what that did was it took the number two seat, which was, uh, uh, social media and 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 online creators and made them the go-to business. So the idea of being like like somebody saying, "Oh yeah, you've got people online because of pictures." Okay, so so I do. So what? Yeah, exactly. Guess what? I'm, I'm trying to do live stuff because it, it 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 translates to selling out, but it's not the same. It's not the exact same business. It's two different things. Live standup is is still its own thing, and you could even. The, the, the biggest the biggest uh, um, evidence of this is like the whole idea of what flies in a live room and what flies online. Like it's just two different animals. 100%. So one feeds the other one. one. It's like marketing and promotion. So guess what? That's just part of the, the deal. Exactly. And I always feel like comedians who are maybe set in their ways when they try to join social media, they don't understand that live comedy. My advice always is to comedians, this isn't, you're not posting stand up. You're posting content. So you got to change the way you edit it. So I'll see all these comedians who are great and I love them, but they'll put the whole fucking setup. They'll put like the fucking, the, 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 and because it's their art. And I'm like, this isn't just 
you can you can literally put the setup in the caption because people's attention span is seven seconds so it's like you have to think of it as content right. not stand up yeah. and then when you go on stage the opposite is you have to think of this as stand because on stage i'm like having the crack having a laugh being myself but when i'm cutting down for stand up i'm you know it's it's very different or for for, for the internet. Con- content yeah 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 and that's, that's what yeah. i mean yeah not, not the same animal not like no you gotta learn you- both skills <laughs> yeah same here yeah exactly it's like yeah that like you have to respect the other side where it's like um yeah, everybody that you're right about the editing, because I've done that where I'm like, I post the I post the, the, the setup to the picks. I'm like, nobody's going to get it. And then the, the clips where it does kind of go right into it are the ones that do better because you're right. Like everybody I'm like full on real ADD. Like I'm I was diagnosed as a kid. And it's so funny now that like I've always kind of been that way. But it really is remarkable, especially when you watch speaking of like, you know, deep cut, like like uh, online video stuff. When you look at the analytics on videos and you see like what how much of something somebody watches and you're like, oh, yeah, like that's this is not it's it, there's no art involved in this. It literally is advertisements. It's which I which I get and I, and I appreciate, you know, it's 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 just because I'm I'm also guilty of it. I scroll all day, every day. And I'm like when I find myself involuntarily going to the phone and going to TikTok or going to Instagram reels. And it's just very easy. It's like, it's like the new, it's the new flipping channels on your TV. You know, it's so true. It's so true. Cause um, someone wrote underneath one of my, I had like a riff. It's just a riff. It didn't mm-hmm. actually technically make sense either. <laughs> but I put it up cause I'm putting up so much free content and, um, and it did really well. It got a lot of hate as well. Cause it was about bald men and they got so much. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> I almost canceled the podcast. Oh my god! Stop, people got. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I know my what my coworker like was like freaking at me, and he was like, "Well, I guess you're doing the right thing if you're pissing off people." And I was like, "But you know, yeah. we've one... all become a bunch of M and M's. We're just M and M's, circa '98." <laughs> but they also like take like I never said like I continued to date that guy. I never said that I wouldn't date. I love facial hair. Bald is fine for me. Yeah, I'm um, joking. Who cares? Who cares? But they take you're it. You're right. Because I'm bald and I have a hat yeah. and a beard on right now. <laughs> I know. And it's like based off everybody I know. Um, and I didn't realize that, you know, until I'd gone, gone on a few dates with a guy and I was like, oh, and that's when I started to observe like, oh, men with hats and facial hair usually don't have hair. It's just a thing. It's fine. <laughs> it's a thing, yeah. And so, so many people were getting annoyed and so many people were loving it. And, and a lot of bald men were like, LOL, this is me. Like, they were fine. It was like other people right. just being insecure. Like, especially people who aren't bald and wear hats and have facial hair. They were like, what the fuck? I have hair. I'm like, okay, calm down. And this is not for you. But yeah. one girl wrote, and it was just, I don't, I tend not to read the comments anymore. But one girl wrote like, this is hardly the best part of that set. And I didn't write, but I wanted to write back and go, yeah, it's not. You want to see the best shit? You can pay for it. You cheap. Like they expect so much. Like I don't put my best jokes out online because I want shit for when people come to the show. Like I can't, you're getting this for free and you're expecting to be like blown away by laughter. No, like I'm also a businesswoman. And it's well, there just- you go. It's like a trailer to come see me do stand up. It's like exactly. that kind of exactly so it's, it's exactly what you said it's an advertisement an advertisement so it's like yeah of course and it's also a thing where it's like you're not wrong like when i say the m&m thing it's like it's one of the guys that i i'm so annoyed that i know about who they are but it, it, it is his like the embodiment of this is that andrew what's that guy's name that oh tate andrew tate guy right also Which, bald also bald and but like you know all, all he does is have these insane opinions on on women and he's misogynistic and i'm like it's like kanye it's like this is all part of the design of this and by 
and I, I'm talking about them now full well knowing, like, see, it's even getting me talking because that's yeah. like, you can appreciate like a live stand-up set, like for what it is, like the pure art form of a live stand-up set and how well-written the jokes are and how, how funny they are and how, like, you know, how unique they are and personal. And that's why it, that once again, some of the reason why online is so different because it really is trying to just hit your emotions online. And that dude kind of mastered it. Like you have to respect it in a way because you're like, yeah, he, who knows if he believes half the uh, things he says. Tim Dillon's the same way or like a, a Rogan, not as much, but like stuff like that, where it's the Kanye, the white lives matter Kanye thing. What do you think? He's surprised that you're writing how awful, like you don't think it with how bad shit Kanye is. He doesn't know that a million millions upon millions of people are going to articles and he's going to get banned from like, he knows, but he'll never, he's not going to go away. Like it's not going to go like that. You can't, that's the thing. Nobody can go away. Nobody goes away. Like it's, it's now instead of him being famous for like his brilliant albums, he's famous for these like controversial online things. And it's, it's kind of sad in a way, but it's like, you just, but you're also just using the tools for what's best for you to make whatever money you're going to make. Yeah. It also takes like some balls. And like, I obviously, I hate Andrew Tate. I love Kanye's music. I just know what, Same the, here. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on with him with the, and like, he will always spin it afterwards, like to fit, you know, like he posted on his, his page about how he was, you know, trying to, Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to try to quote it. Cause I'll misquote it. But, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, it takes some balls as well to say something people don't like. Because for me, I'd, ha- I'd ha- I hate to piss off people. But, you know, you're right. The things that I didn't even realize piss off people are the ones that take off. Right. And I'm like, that's not even what I was saying. But like, so then there's people who actually do it on purpose. And I'm like, oh, well, I couldn't do that. That's that Andrew Tate guy. It's like, that's completely on purpose. The guy, the guy's such a cornball. And it's <laughs> like, yeah. it's so transparent that but it's in a way it's a it's a it's a skill that works for that world sure a lot of that's you know we were talking about him at brunch yesterday all the girls so you're right but you but you just said i hate andrew tate you're talking about how much you hate him but even like even the idea that you guys imagine this like times you guys talking to them to him by like the amount of that impact and then and then you can put that into the amount of dollars he's made because of uh, pop like he probably has as many people who hate him that sign up for his class or podcast uh, as as the same ones who love him because and and it's it's no, there's no publicity is bad publicity kind of kind of mindset and and it's kind of sad that's why like you know it, uh, it's 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 depressing in a way but it's also like that's just that's just the breaks that's just the way things are it's also sad because people want to hate people so there's no one that people love as much as they hate Andrew Tate because they always want to take down good people they always want to take down nice people they're always looking for ways like well they did this and there's no like there's no like okay well they they might have fucked up they might have they might you know like there's mm-hmm. I feel like people love to hate so there's mm-hmm. no You're one right. yeah because if you even try to be like the best kindest people aren't going to give you as much support for just saying like nice things online um, or they're going to be like, ah, oh, this, this person, they're being too nice. What have they got in their closet? Do you know? So, yeah. Well, the most, the most dangerous person to Andrew Tate or anybody like that is the person that doesn't know who they are. Like the whole idea is to get every single person yeah. to have an opinion about him, you know, like that. Yeah. Which is, 
which is like, and the fact that I know who he is and we're talking about him is, 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 you know, kind of disappointing for myself and my I own, know. <laughs> but Hey, it's in the, it's, it's, it's what's in the lexicon. It's what's in the, uh, you know, the world right now, you know? So, yeah. And I it's, think- part, it's technically, it's, it's a, it's a awful, um, uh, illegitimate, uh, evil, uh, serial killer step cousin of, of comedy, but it's there. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's in the family, like it's in the family because it, it's technically under the, the, uh, the file of show business. Yeah. And it is weird too, as well, because now it's like we glorify serial killers. We listen, we watch them. All these yeah, people I just on watch the that whole Dahmer thing. Oh, I couldn't watch it after one episode. And everybody's like, he's so hot. Evan Peters made him so hot. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's not. <laughs> he's literally about to eat this man. There's a head in his fridge. I did not at one stage feel turned on or attracted to him. Like people like darkness. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I think too. It's so strange because they love to hate. They love darkness. But God forbid a person comes out and says, I'm not perfect and I make mistakes sometimes. And I, I'm not talking about like people who assault. Don't assault, obviously. But I'm talking about like just someone who's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not like it's just a strange world. The Internet, because they will tear you apart for saying for saying shit that you're like, oh, I didn't even say that. That's not what I was saying. Like, well, the right well, I, don't think, I don't think we spoke about it last time. But did you ever hear about those people? Like you said, people love to hate. So. Did you ever hear about the trick people do where they'll have like it'll be a video about like animals or like history and they'll purposely spell like four things wrong? Oh, I've heard that with stand up comedians do that, too. Yep, Exactly. And they'll purposely get something wrong so that the engagement happens on YouTube. They're like, you idiot. It's spelled this way. What are you stupid? That's not the year that happened. And then people argue about it and they go, leave them alone. And then because we're basically just it's, it's, it's very matrix like we're just feeding like I know algorithm such a, a, a overused word, but it's true. You're just feeding a machine at that point to go, uh, hey, I gave you this clip. Do you approve or disapprove? And the machine goes, yay or nay. And then yeah. I'm going to let you have this amount of uh, contact with people in, in, in my world, you know, like whatever it is. So it's it's that's another disappointing part to the to, to this to this whole setup is that, oh, my God. Yeah, the, the negative attention is held at the same value as. And I actually kind of like it in a way because I'm like, oh, that's a good point. Because now when people do write comments, I do. I say thanks for the engagement. I go, oh, thanks. I go, I'm, I'll comment on this. Please comment back. So it keeps going. And then it, yeah, and hopefully so that true. pisses them off even more. What I used to do, which I still do sometimes, if somebody does like I put like a couple of reels up that one did well. And one guy was like, it's got like a, most views I had on the reels. And I was like, this isn't none of this is funny. And I was like, well. And I wrote, what do you mean? And like, what I try to do is I try to get them like, exp- like to write back as many times as possible. And I'll be like, I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. But what do you, what can you elaborate? Like, and if you keep going, they get madder and madder as they go and just write longer and longer responses. <laughs> so it'll be like four paragraphs after a while. And you're like, all right, I just wasted like, I don't know, 10 <laughs> minutes of your time. You know, that's so funny. Or, or you have the guys who like had a guy write. Oh, is she only going to is she only going to post uh, content interacting with couples? But like all of my posts the week previous were all jokes. And one was about the queen. One was about a Russian guy I dated. So I was like, I it just annoyed me. And I wrote back, what are you talking about? Every other recent clip has not been a crowd. Or, the last week has not been a crowd or a clip. And then he goes, oh, my God, I was just joking. I can't believe you actually interacted with me. I love you. I love your comedy. Right. And it's exactly. like, oh, you're a psycho. Yeah. yeah. I can't even. But that's yes. A hundred percent. But it's and it's one of those things where that's a long time ago. I remember and I think it was Schultz or told somebody else or somebody where it was like they're like, oh, you interact with 
while you're interacting with fans, there should be this like divide and stories like that make, I always thought that was bonkers, but stories like that make me realize like maybe there should be like a set it and forget it and never go back to it kind of mindset with, with posting. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm very like that too, because as I, I will interact with people a lot when they message me and stuff like that. Same here. But then, but then you're, there becomes across the line where they're like, they think you're a friend and it's like, Oh no, we got to keep this boundary. So it's hard. It's really hard to navigate. But, I, but I'm saying that's what I mean. Like the people who just post the clip and never go, never go back to it. Don't check yeah. their message on Instagram. I don't know if my, I don't know if I can handle it. Like no. disappointing people like that, not writing back. Maybe no, it's I'm, Irish. I don't I'm know. Like, thank you for supporting me. Yes. Yeah. Me too. I just had one. I just wrote back to one. A guy came to a show I did on Saturday and he's like, dude, that was great. I'm like, I have to write, I have to write yes. back. And it was a totally normal you know, message. But I'm like, maybe there is something to the mystique of like, I'm not contacting back. Everything's very limited. I'm posting. Go ahead. Hate, love, do whatever you want. But then it kind of like it makes people want. It's almost like somebody who wants to be wanted in a relationship where it's like, oh. you're not writing back. I'll watch it even more and I'll comment even more. And I'll, you know. Well, I hear someone once say that when you comment back, it gives them a trill. So then they keep coming. They keep writing out of their stuff because they're like, well, will they comment again? For uh, me, yeah. For me, I like I'm so grateful that like when. I knew like six of my like long-term and I always say quote unquote fans. Cause I feel like, I still feel like I'm like, ah, oh, you know, how, how you like, you're so kind to come to my comedy, but you know, six of them who've been like long-term have come to other headlining shows. who've been very supportive. Listen to my podcast came to the special, but I brought them cards. Like, thank you cards. Cause I was like, if, yeah. we, if yeah. we do make it, I'm not going to be able to. And it, like, we need them. Like, yeah, I need them to live my dream. So I like I'm so appreciative. And if What's I make like that, it, I won't like have that. that. It's like that th- Sorry, but that's like that thousand fan rule where it's like you can get a thousand people that will buy, subscribe or come to see you in your live thing. You're set. You're good. You're good. But it's hard to get that. It's very hard. Yeah, so I appreciate them. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like then if we do make it, those they'll feel more special because they'll feel, you know what? I, I did invest my time right. And they were grateful. And look at them now. So I just feel like it's a two way street. Like when I was doing my special afterwards, I was saying to them on the stage, like, you don't realize how much we need. We really need you. Like, what is that? We're not able to do what we. So it's like. I don't know. Yeah, I really appreciate people who make the effort to come out and support us. And even though we're making them laugh, too. So they're like it. But it's just it's transactional. Yes, absolutely. And I think I and it took me a long time to realize that 99 percent of the people who come to comedy shows want to have a good time. I think because starting in New York and maybe being from here, you get this thing of like, especially New York comedy. You're like, this is a a battle and I'm going to win this battle. And then over time, you realize like, oh, no, people are just normal and they want to laugh and they want to have a good time. Like you ever do a show or the set, you're like the set went OK. And then people come over to you after and go, that was hilarious. Thank you so much. And you're like, ah, OK. Like people just enjoy shit in different ways. You know, exactly. And I think what we want, we want like a laugh every 10 seconds, which is probably like, you know, we want it like to be so tight, so amazing. Mm-hmm. And so you'll be like got off and be like, ah, they were like big on this bit but not as much and they they are like you killed and it's like oh yeah because they're like i, I when i watch a movie i'm not i'm enjoying it i'm not you know like they're they're right. they, they aren't as cri- critical as we are or as comedians are right exactly exactly so it's it's, it's interesting because it's like i think the best i think the best the way to be is like this 
keeping those boundaries, but also being respectful and being like, yeah, it's transactional. I, I appreciate you. And, you know, I like, look at that. You can look at what's his name for that. It's such a good example. Burke Kreischer, like that, that guy has these le- legendary stories about how good he is to his fans. Oh. And he had a whole, uh, cause they've been with, I think like, he's one of those guys that built up like a hardcore fan base like that over time. Uh, there's stories about him, like buying around, like, spending the money, like buy everybody a drink at the show. Like, I don't even know what level it was at. I think it was like clubs. And then, but what it did, the club loved it because what it did was have people buy more. He'd buy everybody a shot or something. And like, I don't know what they would do money wise, but I mean, like, I, that's what I heard. And then the club loved it because people just buy more, like they would just buy more alcohol for the night. And like, it put everybody in a great, a great. That's setup. so great. Yeah. That's so nice. And especially what, if he's making like a couple of grand at that show and he's like, oh, like it is an investment and I can totally buy yeah, it's a, a smart well move. If you can do it, it's a smart move. But I think everybody else, I'm, like, I'm sitting there going like, if I would if I could, but I can't. Yeah, I can't. No, <laughs> I'm, not like, I'm giving them handwritten cards here. OK, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fucking able to buy them shots. I, I got a packet. I got a pack of Skittles. It's the sharing size. You guys want some? <laughs> yeah, that's so nice, though. <laughs> um, We have three minutes before this meeting. Cuts I us love out. the countdown aspect. Have you can, like, can you see like, it? It's like a bomb's going to go off. I know, yeah, I I've been watching it like, oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> And the main thing, really, I'm glad we just did a comedy chat episode because last time we were on, we talked about, you know, you're you obviously are in a relationship where you're kind of basically a stepdad, which is really yeah. cool. Um, so, yeah. So we, we talked about that. So it's nice to talk about comedy and your album and special will be released in November. So people where can people follow you to keep an eye on that? Oh, people can check me out at Shawnee time on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And then you can check out if you search into YouTube, the brand new jerks. Uh, we have a podcast called the brand new jerks where with Ray with Ray. Yes, oh exactly. Podcast for recovering people pleasers. But we we put clips on Instagram reels and, and we put it on our um, on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff like that. So type in brand new jerks and also type in uh, Shawnee Donnelly on YouTube. And that's where you'll be able to find the special. That's great. I'm a recovered people pleaser. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to get there. I realize when you're people pleasing, you're actually hurting people as well because you're trying to do everything and you're trying to look after everybody, you're trying to make everybody like like you, but then you're not actually saying what you need, and then you get a little mm-hmm. pissed off mm-hmm. and, and like, yeah. Yeah, the other person's like, I didn't I'm just here and I'm yeah. gonna take whatever you give. So it's like yeah. you have to like when you look after yourself, you're actually putting other people first too. Absolutely. Yeah, you're 100% right. And it's unfair to them because it's it's disingenuous is what it yeah. is because the whole time you're thinking to yourself. What's your name? Whitney. I told Whitney Cummings about it because she had her on the radio show and she she had some quote about people pleasing is like the ultimate form of narcissism or something like something like that, where it's like you're even making the 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 um, the gracious act as about yourself or something like I forget what it is. She, I think she might have got it from something like a, a class or a book or something. But it was I, it made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you. This was fun. I appreciate this you having fun. me. I actually like the timer because it stops me waffling on. <laughs> oh, chit chatting away. That's my <laughs> that's my Katie Boyle, the bad accent. <laughs> I think it kicked us. Did it kick us off? No, not yet. Like, Less than a minute. Ah, the bomb's going so off, Katie. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because since like we don't really do Zoom much anymore, I was like, I'm not gonna bother paying again. That's a good but, point, though. Yeah. Um. Thank you again. Okay. Well, we'll end this. I'll see you soon. I'll see, I'll you, see you soon. My birthday's on Saturday. If you're around. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll text you the details. Okay. Okay. Bye. Love you. Love Bye. you.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 